My name is Ben Booth. I'm the Director of Community Relations for the School District. And along with me today are the infamous or famous... Whichever. Whichever. Uh, Both. Both, Uh, Evan Orozco and Logan Crosskoff. So how are you two gentlemen today? I'm doing just fine. Yeah. Doing fine as well. How are you, Ben? I'm well. I'm well. Thank you for co-hosting today. Mm -hmm. Uh, Ryan, he bailed on us. I'm not sure. I'm not quite sure why, but uh, we'll make sure that we give him a hard time the next time he is with us. Can't do. Now, the the beautiful thing about today is not only are you two co-hosting, Right, but you're also guests in a sense yeah, because uh-oh. you're both in this production that we're mm-hmm. about to discuss. So, okay, so uh, yeah, we're fortunate enough today to have some of the cast and crew and the director from the high school's latest production, which is the winter play Mousetrap. Right, so today with us we have Mr. Jeff Kramer, who is the play director, we have Piper Warren, who is a freshman, and Lane Gray, a junior. So, welcome to you three. Thank, Thank you. Glad to be here. All right. Yeah, you'll have to speak up a little bit since we're doing mic. All right, so I uh, can't be shy on this. So, uh, all right, well, yeah, thanks again for joining us. So, uh, first of all, the play Mousetrap, I don't even know what it's about, so I'm looking forward, number one, to hear about that, but then, two, um, to make sure that we get out to the audience the dates and times of the show. So, it's my understanding that uh, the first performance is on Thursday night, January 30th, so coming up here. Uh, in just a day or so, and that begins at 7 p.m., and then there are two shows, no show on Friday night, but then two shows on Saturday, February 1st. The first one is at 1 p.m., and the second is at 7 p.m., correct? That is correct. All right. Mr. Kramer, what uh, what kind of person, Can you first of all, can you tell us a little bit about Mousetrap um, and what, what it's about without giving anything away? Yeah, sure can. Okay. So, um, it is a turns into a murder mystery play. So Agatha Christie, um, well known for that, uh, takes place at a uh, couple that's been married for about a year. They've decided to open up kind of a bread breakfast hotel, um, places for people to come stay in the fifties, and things just escalate from there. So in true murder mystery fashion. So if you like trying to figure out who it is. There's some that look obvious, some that don't, but everyone's a suspect when, when you're doing with Agatha Christie. Cool. Cool. Yeah. It reminds me, uh, my wife and I have theater tickets and one of the musicals, or, yeah, musicals that we saw recently was the play, I think it was called the play that went wrong. Oh yeah. Have yeah. you seen that? I haven't seen it, but I've heard a it's, lot of good things about that. It's extremely entertaining yeah. and a lot of laughs <laughs> and it is, a, it's essentially about a murder mystery, but it is about the cast and everything in the play is going wrong. So like the the uh, lantern or the lamp will fall off the wall right in the middle of the play and so he's holding it up to the, it's just, it's very common. But it reminded me of a murder mystery. So it was far more about the, the comedy in that yeah. sense. So, okay, well, uh, so uh, following up on that then, what, in your mind, what uh, type of person uh, is gonna like this show? Um, if, if you went and watched Knives Out, I think then this is definitely for you. If you mm-hmm. just like to uh, watch kind of a, a play without music, and if you're not a musical person, this play is probably for you. Uh, there is some some comedy in there that we've we've brought out, uh, but more more so, it's for the people that kind of like to catch little things and try yeah. to be sleuthy and just, in a sense, take part of the play in a different way than just watching. Okay, cool, so. great. Um, so who, who are you? Like well, I'm Evan. Uh, I play Giles Rawson. I am uh, me and my wife Molly, uh, who's Piper right here. We are the owners of of this house, Monksville Manor, um, and 
are the kind of in the middle of it when everything just starts going going wrong and all these strange people start showing up in her house and starting all this drama. Um, I think that anyone kind of like Mr. Kramer said that like likes to think and likes to like really kind of uncover things as the as the play goes is, is really going to enjoy this because not everything is really not very clear what's going on until very late in the show. Okay, well that's good. So now can you be a host and, and ask a question? Oh, next. Yeah. I kind of forgot. Right. It's the double duty. Right. Um, but what is what is challenging about about bringing the script to life here? Um, if I ha- oh okay, I've thought a lot about this one. <laughs> so this show was written by Agatha Christie. It's set in 1950 in London. And there was a lot of things through the script that we were reading through um, that the characters are saying that wouldn't exactly make sense, especially to an American um, from 2020. (laughs) Um, So there was a lot of little things in there. Like I know Parabuccini at one point says a river der law, which we found out was a formal Italian greeting. Um, Christopher Wren has a line where he says ticked off, which is a British phrase basically saying checked off, like he knows something new about someone. Um, and I think that was really challenging for us to figure out what all these little phrases meant throughout yeah. this script. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lane. So Lane, you're, you're, tell us about your responsibilities in this before you end, because I, I want to hear your answer to that question too, because you've got probably a very different perspective. Yeah. But first of all, what your, <laughs> what your responsibilities are. So basically, anything that's on the stage besides the actors, I am in control of, which is a little terrifying, but. So basically, I have to make sure that the show is still being portrayed in the way that the script says, because the script is very, very, very specific to what the show needs to be. So I guess that is like one of like the challenging parts is um, I have to like comb through the skip the script very finely to like make sure that it is like to the point what. You know, I've always been curious too. So, from night to night, are you respond? Do you have a checklist for yourself where you go back and put the props or the, you know, if set pieces are moved as a part of the show, where you're like, okay, now at the end of the show, I've got to go put this right back so that whatever they're getting something out of the drawer or they're yeah. pulling something off the mantle. Yeah, I mostly, since I have so much stuff written down in like my script and stuff like that, I try to remember. <laughs> Uh, and it seems to be going okay. Um, because we, it would be bad if somebody went for the candlestick on and night it's not two there, and the candlestick yeah. is not um, there and they're improvising with we pencils. We haven't had to do that yet. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. it seems to be going well. Okay, all right. Now, you have two in a row, Evan. Yeah, I know. I really, I really got to gotta think about this whole host thing. Um, so, so why did you two want to be involved in this, in this production? Um, actually, I didn't at first. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, I was in Into the Woods previously before this and um, auditions for this show were literally the day after closing night and Mm, I was not planning on being involved in this show um, until closing night I heard some people talking about auditioning for it and I realized that there weren't a lot of people and that they could possibly need help and I was like well I'm a freshman this is a good opportunity and so I last minute looked up a monologue and memorized it in like 12 hours and auditioned. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> well, it must have gone, you must have crammed well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Lane, what about you? Well, I didn't have a big part in like either of the last two winter plays. Um, I wasn't even in the winter play my freshman year, but I was asked, hey, you should stage manage it. And I'm like, okay. So 
I kind of just got control of it, and I, like, grew to love it a lot. So. Sure, sure. Uh, Mr. Kramer, I always like asking this question, um, and I never remember to put it on here, so I'm going to put you on the spot. But, um, I am always impressed at how many uh, students uh, have an opportunity to participate in a school activity when they get when they are involved in one of these productions. Um, because I think sometimes we miss if there is an orchestra or, or a musical group or all the students that are working behind the scenes with Lane. So how many are involved in this production this time? Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see if I roughly. can do the numbers. Roughly, I can do. Uh, so I think in the show, plus the crew, I think we're hitting close to 20 on this 19. one. 19? I was, yeah. I was off by one. <laughs> yeah. Lane's got it. Uh, yeah, 19. Crew. That's crew? That's crew and cast. Oh, crew and cast. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Uh, so not as big as our musicals, right. but still a good good amount. Yeah. And so how many are on stage or would be seen on stage during the production? Eight. eight. Yeah. So I, I just think, it's, I, think, <laughs> I think that gets lost a little bit when you only yeah. see eight students up there and you're like, well, that doesn't, but there's a lot yeah. that are involved. So anyways. Logan, do you need any prompts to be a host today? Or? I don't think okay. I do. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's and Logan, you're involved in this. You haven't said a word yet. Yeah. What's your uh, I've just been scared because every time Evan does. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, what? First of all, before you ask your questions, what is your? What are you doing in this? Play? Um, I play Mr. Paravicini. Um, in this play, I am an Italian man. I my car gets uh, overturned in a snowdrift, and I approach the Ralston household and asked to stay there and I am whew, comic relief <laughs> question see mark that. See that. Well, with okay. that accent of course it is yeah, yeah the okay. accent alright so maybe you could ask this question with the accent oh absolutely not, not <laughs> the accent it doesn't only on stage right. only on stage so how is this um, production bringing something new to this story well, it is a lot of people's first show, so I think it brings a lot of, like, excitement that's, like, pure excitement, because we have a couple of freshmen um, that is their first show, and then we have a couple of crew members who are doing things that are, like, they've never done before. So I think it's just the excitement and just, like, pure happiness of being there. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a freshman. It's not my first show here. Um, it is my second show. But, um, yeah, like Lane said, it's very exciting to see a lot of new people and a lot of new faces. Um, I know a lot of people that are in the cast and crew that I'm working with now, I didn't really work with in Into the Woods, so it is fun. I like it. <laughs> Mr. Kramer, I always, I'd like to hear your response to that, too. Yeah, sure. Again. Um, for, for my side of it, what's kind of always fun is when you teach theater and uh, when you watch them kind of grow, every character can't be anything but something from that person so you get to see how they put themselves into the character which makes the production different every time you see it because everybody's going to do it a little different because they just know different things um what else is really neat and they've kind of tapped into it is this is kind of a split cast uh and crew a little bit too but we have like evan and logan who are seniors and lane who's junior that have done many of these and then we have three freshmen uh, two were in Into the Woods, and then one was a crew member into the woods. And so it's kind of this split and divide, and so it's neat for my seat to watch how the uh, older students kind of lead the younger students and show them new things and help them. And, and then on the reverse, you always notice with the freshmen, 
they'll learn their lines so much quicker because they're more nervous, I think, and mm-hmm. want to do it well. <laughs> <laughs> the older ones are like, I got this. Very <laughs> uh, good. Um, so what do you guys think will um, surprise uh, the audience about this show? Considering it's a murder mystery, probably <laughs> the murder. That is a great answer. Great answer. Thank you. We wanted to throw you a softball. Make sure you there's one comfortable it. answering. All right. Evan, this is your turn. All right. All right. I, I'm really I'm really liking the reminders. It helps right, my flow. Um, who has the best costume? And I know I know my answer to this one. There is a right answer. There, there is, a, there is answer. a very correct answer. So before answer. you answer, can you can you uh, preface that a little bit? Set the set the scene for everybody. Like, is this a costume intense uh, play? Because I remember I can't remember if it was Into the Woods or there was another one that we had discussed where when we or maybe it was the one from last year with the play. I, I don't remember, yeah. but about that there really wasn't a it wasn't costume heavy. So is this one more reliant on costumes? Uh, just to set the period. Okay. But not really reliant as far as you I don't think you're going to see a, all the costumes and be like, oh, this was a great costume. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Play with. Okay. But so there given is that, so yeah, so what's the, what, how would he answer that? Parabachini. <laughs> <laughs> and why, why is that? Um, is it purple? Is that what color you're It is color red. Is? Okay, is here. Red. I will describe my costume. <laughs> so You should have just asked yourself this. I, yeah. I, was, uh, I was hoping Evan like would Logan. just stare at this me. This is Logan. I want to know a little bit. So my costume, I wear these gray plaid pants that um, are a lot, I guess the right word is tighter than a lot of the other uh, male's pants. <laughs> they're not, they're like just skinny jeans, standard skinny jeans, but they're plaid, so they're fun. Yes. Um, and I wear a gray turtleneck with a big red coat and a giant fluffy black overcoat over that. And so that's intensely fun and intensely scorching. Uncomfortable. In- uncomfortable, uncomfortable is correct. You didn't even say, mention the scarf. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and the white scarf. Yeah. I always forget about the white scarf. That one, it just kind of droops over the turtleneck. It's okay. very fun to where and just so, see myself in. So when you walk out on the stage for the first time, there will be a chuckle? Maybe. Hopefully. <laughs> there's, there's a presence. There's a hope. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Presence is the right word there. Yes. All right. Okay. So who would you say is the most like the character in the show? And again, I think there, there is a right answer. <laughs> <laughs> Should Logan be asking himself again? Not, not this one. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> I had to think about this one. Okay. Wow. Maybe not as clear cut as you think. Uh-oh. Maybe not. I want to know now. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I think uh, that, that Miss Bell. That's the that's the nice thing about recording on location over the high school. Exactly. You get to hear the, yeah. The bell. Okay. I think I think that Mr. Mr. Von Finkenbinder I, is, okay. is exactly <laughs> and, like. And what? And who? So give us the, the so perspective, the context. There. Christopher Wren is a um, is a young, uh, boyish, very energetic soul. That um, that Vaughn brings his whole A game when he it's it's was very Vaughn much with just us last time was did we enter I, I don't no. think so no. All right. okay uh, but he's got he's got a lot of energy and he's um, he he tends to talk fast okay. so you can really just kind of feel okay. his, his excitement yeah. through okay. through his character all right I think you're thinking of Tate Allen and yeah, there's, there's some similarities there is a lot very entertaining last yeah. time and. Uh, then I then I saw I didn't realize he performed in that. We, then we were over for Veterans Day uh, assembly, and he was in the the choir, I believe, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Right. 
Okay, would you all agree with Evan's answer oh, yeah. to that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely. <laughs> all right. Uh, see, now it's my turn. All right. Okay. Um, so uh, I'd like for the three of you, Evan, Logan, and Piper, to answer this one. So um, what do you love most about the character that you play? So we'll start with Piper. Molly is a very sweet character. She really is. She's trying. She's trying to run this guest house um, with this husband who doesn't really know what he's doing and doesn't really want to be there. But she <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but she also gets really snippy with people. Um, Mrs. Boyle is a very... She complains a lot. She's an old woman. She doesn't really like anything. She tells everyone about how much she hates the guest house and how terrible they are. And um, there is one point where Molly just kind of snips at her and says, you know, I don't really care, and I don't have to like you if I don't want to. And it's really fun to get to those parts where she just starts getting a little out of herself. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good. Uh, Logan? Well, I sure Sounds do Sounds like love. you have a lot to like about your character. I really do. The costume, first off, the costume is great. I look great. Uh, that's all I'm going <laughs> to say about that. Um, <laughs> but there is... There's yes, a little sir. bit of <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> That's the motto. Yes. There's a little bit of my character that it's hard to explain. He knows a little bit more, but also does not know a thing, because he's like kind of a foreigner. Kind of, it's weird. Okay. The accent is always really fun. Yeah. On stage only. Which, yeah, we're not going to get any preview of that, apparently. Sorry. Yeah, I okay. got to leave something. It's kind of rough, okay. not going to lie. Be surprised about. I think, but yes, just like the amount that he does and doesn't know is just very interesting as an actor to uh, like bring on stage. Okay. All right. And Evan? So Giles is, um, he's, he's an, interesting, an interesting dude. There's two, there's two kind of distinct sides that you see of Giles in the show. There's the one that's uh, the kind of softer uh, family side of him where he's just interacting with Molly. He very much does love his wife. Um, and he is a bit slow, I suppose, um, but he's, his heart's in the right place. And then there's uh, a little more uh, authoritative, kind of commanding side of him that once, once everything gets going and once everything kind of hits the fan and everything is serious, he, uh, he gets a little... Uh, a little accusatory sometimes he yeah. it's his house and he's he's scared and he's he's got to take take control and yeah, even sure. when even with this uh this detective well i guess he's a sergeant mm-hmm. uh in the house trying to conduct this investigation he is uh, very short-tempered he mm-hmm. very much just wants everything to be over and everyone out of his house all right sure okay all right so um let's see here is i think it's logan now logan's up uh no no it's still me yep. it's still me <laughs> Uh, so following up then with that question is, what do you feel like the biggest challenge of your role is? So all three of you, but we'll start with Piper again. There is one point in the show where Molly gets very angry, and I'm not going to say why because I don't want to yeah, reveal no, anything. No, definitely <laughs> but um, that was really hard for me. I am not someone who gets angry at people a lot. I don't like to be. So figuring out how to portray that within her character was very hard for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so before we hop to you two, Mr. Uh, Mr. Kramer, so what would you say has been the most challenging part just in general of bringing this to life? Uh, to be honest, it's the time of year, the, yeah. the winter weather. You yeah. never know what's going to happen. And so what I always find amazing is, especially working with high schoolers, is leaving the high school world. I think there's so many people that wouldn't 
probably put That's it. a bell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that wouldn't be as adaptable to so many changes, and we get more nervous with high schoolers. It's almost like you can throw anything at them, like, okay, we got mm-hmm. this, we're good. Okay. Uh, and so with the weather closings, yeah. with, with the break in between getting the script yeah. and then coming back, yeah. they're just completely adaptable and take on any challenge, so that's been pretty neat, but yeah. Uh, definitely the weather is always yeah. a, a that nervous issue. Yeah, I haven't given that much thought, but yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. Looks okay. like we're going to have great weather this weekend, though. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. Absolutely. All right. Logan? Well, I think the biggest challenge, um, <laughs> costume. I look great, but it's it, it gets hot. It yeah. gets hot when all the lights yeah. are just pointed straight at you. Sure. Um, and the accent, just rehashing what I love about it, it's yeah. also intense just to like sit up there and have to maintain that accent the entire time. I probably should just start talking in an Italian accent backstage as well, just so nothing is corrupted by my American English. All right, good. All right. Devin? What's challenging about Giles is um, is pulling it together at the beginning and being a little more a little more formal. Uh, because well, he's, he's very lax around his wife. Once everyone arrives here, he's expected to kind of be a, a charming host who actually cares about his mm-hmm. guests and actually wants to mm-hmm. give them a good time. And uh, it's, it's not easy. It's, you have to really, uh, you have to really you know, straighten up. You know, I'm, I'm not very formal in, in, in most situations. And then um, I didn't really struggle with getting angry as much. It, that's the fun part, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but maintaining... Uh, a certain degree of, of, of worry, I guess, also, and being in the scene, trying to put yourself mm-hmm. in that situation of, mm-hmm. you know, there are murders going mm-hmm. on in my house. Yeah, it's, right. uh, get, there's, as an actor, you have to put part of yourself into yeah, the character. Sure, sure. And I mean, I, I don't think there's been anyone murdered in my house, so. <laughs> yes, yes. I, could, uh, I could see where that would be a challenge, and, and maintaining it. As yes, well, yes. Solid. How, how long is the show, roughly? Uh, two hours. Yeah, two hours. Two hours. Yeah, so I could, I could see that, so. All right, Logan. Uh, well, besides yourself, cast members, um, what celebrity would you like to see tackle your character? I always like to hear the answer to this question about who you think would play. <laughs> oh, you come in, come in. We're being interrupted right here in in studio, but that's okay. It's back, Logan. Yeah, yeah come on in. Now, You're on the air. No, I'm not. No. Cut. I've I've stopped editing. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to. Ms. Backlar, how are you today? I'm great. How so, Miss Back, just so the audience knows, Miss Backlar has joined us from assistant principal at the high school. How are you today? I'm doing well. Yeah. Did you need somebody, or do you want to just were you crashing the show? I just saw these great kids in yeah. here and got excited. Uh, well, you're actually going to get to hear, I think, what is m- maybe one of the more entertaining questions that we usually ask of the production groups is we've just asked the question and they're just getting ready to respond. Uh, is what um, star right now, celebrity, would they like to see play the character that they're playing in the musical, so, or in the in the play, Mousetrap, this time. And then, if you stick around for a couple more minutes, you're going to get through the bonus round, which I'm particularly oh, proud of. Which I love. Proud of, <laughs> proud of That's like my favorite part. So, okay, well, yep. So, um, Piper, who would you, who do you, who'd you like to see? Like Lady Gaga, or, <laughs> you know, Serena Williams, or... Um, That's interesting. Yeah. Come back to me. Oh wow! All right. but you, oh, I got this question this. yesterday, though. I mean, you got this. Yes, script, yeah, and I've you, been thinking about it. Still not ready, but I don't it. know. <laughs> Another <laughs> minute is going to help. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm going to be honest. I did not get the questions beforehand. Really? But Jim Carrey. Oh. Jim Carrey. I think yeah. he That's would a do. Great. Great. He's just very expressive and animated. Okay. And that is 
exactly what Paravicini would be like yeah, if he was. See. Yeah, okay. Like, actually, yeah. yeah. Over the top. Mm -hmm. uh, Very over the top. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Evan? Uh, I, having recently uh, seen Star Wars, I think uh, Adam Driver is yeah. an excellent uh, contender for Giles because he's, you know, kind of physically imposing, which yeah, he sure. does need to be at times. Sure. Um, and he's he's got like that softer side, but he's also uh, very commanding yeah. as as yeah, he supreme can turn, leader he can of turn it on and off of sure. the Empire yeah. you know, or First Order. <laughs> yeah, he's probably got a little. Hu well, we know he has a humor. Side. Yes, he does. Have you seen the Saturday Night Live skit? Yes, uh, uh, I guess there's been the funny. one that's come back. Yeah, Randy. Yeah. Yes, one. Yeah, that's great. Part part two. Two. Yeah, so that was that was pretty good. So, Piper, now that you've had an extra minute to think about this, what? Uh, how would you like to? Audrey Hepburn. Oh, really? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> wow. She's from the 50s. Okay. She, I've seen uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's a couple times. I just love her as an actress. You know, she's pretty. She's young. Um, I just think she'd be a perfect person to play Molly. Okay. Now, she's young. She's I, also British. Is she alive? No. I don't yes. if, if, it would, if she was still young, she would be good yeah. to play that role. Okay. All right. Okay. Well, all right. that's a very thoughtful answer. So, all right. Uh, and Logan, are you going to... Round us out here with the uh, last right. question. This one, this one's a doozy. Yeah, you have to be uh, careful with this one. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, without giving anything away, what is your guys' favorite line of dialogue? And we certainly don't want you to give anything away. So, if there's something that if you're like mm, hard pass on this one, that's okay. But if you do hard pass, you got to go. You got to go hashtag it before you get it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, at one point in the show, Molly does say. Um, you feel that someone you love and know well might be a stranger. And I think that's someone a lot of us can relate to. Mm. Um, at one point in your life, I think everybody feels like you just kind of lose someone close to you or you can't trust them anymore. And I think that's a really hard thing to go through. And uh, when I'm saying that line, I can think of a lot of times in my life when I felt like that. So I just really like that line. It's got a lot of emotion in it. So, good. Yeah. good. That's a very thoughtful answer. Lane, what do you yeah, Lane? Well, mine's probably when Giles calls um, uh, Christopher Wren twerp by his back. <laughs> I don't know why. It's just really funny yeah. to me because it's just very sarcastic, and he just met him. So yeah. like, Evan's delivery okay. of that line is absolutely it's, amazing. It's worth so <laughs> funny. Oh, yeah. It's worth the $5 oh, yeah. for that one line. Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Did you – Mr. Mr. Kramer? Kramer? Um, yeah, mine is actually it's one of Piper's lines too, but it's not so much because of the line as much as how fun it was to watch the first time she hit it and how Evan reacted to it. And so, not giving too much away, the line is "Don't touch me," and she did it with such power, which is very on Piperish in the sense like she was talking about the anger. Yeah, uh, and it stopped Evan right in his tracks, and it's <laughs> it just a very powerful moment for Piper. So, love it. Um, my favorite line would have to be one that I say to. Uh, Max Taylor, who plays uh, uh, Sergeant Trotter, and so I, he'll, he, uh, at this part in the show, he is calling for me from another room, and so I open the door behind him and just sneak up behind him as he's calling for me and just get in his face and just get loud, like, <laughs> what can I do for you? And it's just very fun to, like, have him turn around and maybe right in his face and just say that line. It's very funny and hard to not laugh yes. when you're standing there doing good. it. Good. All right. So uh, in one of my many suspicious tirades, um, I, I say the line, tete-a-tetes aren't very healthy <laughs> things at present. It's such a, it's such a strange <laughs> phrase. Um, <laughs> All right. And it's one that I often forgot and that they would stop 
me right. they would have me go back and say the line because it's it's just that entertaining yeah. apparently Mr. Zegos would, if I if I did forget it he'd stop do the scene again <laughs> say the line yes all right well good well so probably the toughest question for you today that I'd like for you to answer is who actually who actually is the murderer uh, no, I'm just, psych I'm just <laughs> I don't want you to answer that so but I am appreciative of you taking the time today to visit with us about this. So, um, so one more time, the show is Thursday night, January 30th at 7 p.m. And Saturday, February 1st at 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. opted to not have a Sunday show during the Chiefs game. Right. Of course. Yes, sir. Go Chiefs. Yeah. Yeah, go Chiefs. So, all right. So, as you all know, and Ms. Bacalar, she's a fan of the show. I've heard you've listened to a lot of them, which that's good, uh, is bonus rounds. Nobody gets out of here uh, without going through a bonus round. So, Lane, did you know that? I'm about to find out. <laughs> then, obviously, you've, you've stopped listening before the end of each show. I trust you've listened to each show. You just turned it off yes. before the last segment of each show. Okay. So, uh, all right, today's, today's challenge is called the Mousetrap Challenge. The mouse oh, okay. challenge. And so, and Ms. Bacalar, do you want to participate since this is your fa- the favorite part of the show? Sure. All right, one, two, three, four, five, six. There are six of you, and I actually have six questions. So I don't know what the scoring of this would be. I'm just going to ask you a question, and you'll be eliminated if you don't answer it. Correctly. <laughs> All right. Cool. So, uh, Ms. Bacalar, uh, the mousetrap trap the game itself you yes. know there's a physical board did you all know there's a physical board? <laughs> I, I can't figure it out but i'm aware of it okay well that's what these questions are about oh okay oh, okay <laughs> so, <laughs> I played it so once. mr Backlar, what so uh the the board game is called mousetrap that's the official name of the board game uh when it was produced um which is another question mm. um and nobody got their phones out what was it originally titled Oh, I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. I have no idea. I would appreciate you always being honest with me. <laughs> so, no, please don't. You don't know. No, I don't know. All right. Does anybody think they know? Uh, is it like Trap the Mouse or something? No. Dang. It was called the Mouse Trap Game. Are oh, you kidding me? <laughs> so, no, not really. Uh, okay. Uh, we'll just go around the table. Uh, table. Uh, Piper, uh, in what year was the Mouse Trap Game originally produced? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna take a wild guess. Please do. Mm, 1983. Oof. If you'd said, if you'd been 20 years previous oh, okay. to that, did you know that, Mr. <laughs> I was, I didn't know it, but I was gonna say 65. I, I shouldn't have given that away, but yes, it was 1963. Oh, wow. It was a good guess. Lane. It's, it's interesting wow. what they consider oh, yeah. to be. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We, we, we talk about the generational gap on this yes. show a lot. Yes. And if you've been to our studio, you know there's a poster of Back to the Future, the movie yeah. Back to the yes. Future, and a poster of uh, Footloose, because mm-hmm. those things uh, have come up in conversation before, and they have people, students don't have never seen Wow. Back to the Future, That's good wow. to be me. <laughs> uh, Mr. Kramer. Um, Oh, the mouse. Oh, Lane. Lane. Sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, Lane. The um, so the mousetrap game was one of the first mass-produced what? Like, please, it was a, please. It was the first mass-produced what type of game? Board game. Okay, that's part of it. Family mm-hmm. board game. Yeah, <laughs> Anybody else want to give this a shot? <laughs> If you've played the game, it might stand out a little bit. Uh, puzzle? 
Boards, what? 3D board? 3D, three dimensional oh, board game. Oh, three we got it one point. Okay. Yeah. Is that <laughs> our MMORPG? Stuff, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. These don't get any easier. Um, Mr. Kramer, what is the purpose objective of the game? Uh, it is to. I'm going to just make this up as I go. I think I remember it. That okay. was like 30 some years ago. Uh, it is to build a mouse trap to catch the mouse as it gets to the cheese, okay. or it's to get the cheese. One or the other. Something yeah, that's pretty cheese. good. It's uh, to build a Rube Gold, which is the, uh, the machine, machine. Yeah. Rube Goldberg, Rube Gold, Goldberg, I think, like mouse trap, and then turn around with your with the players, and then turn around and try to trap your opponent with it. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, Logan. Who originally produced the Mousetrap game oh, company? Hasbro? Mm-hmm. Wrong. <laughs> um, I don't this know. is probably going to be one that you don't even remember. Let, let me try probably this Probably the three. You look, you look at my answer. No. I haven't <laughs> seen it. Is it Milton Bradley? No, that's a good guess. Really? Okay. That's where I would have shot. I would have gone Milton Bradley. Yeah. yeah. Ideal. Oh. Remember Ideal, the Ideal oh. brand? Oh, I, don't. <laughs> I don't remember it. <laughs> yes. Who now produces the... Is it is it Milton Bradley? No. Is it Hasbro? It is Hasbro. Okay. So every single one of you were wrong, I think. Right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Your question. Your question. Yeah. You also have okay. another one. So, Mr. Crane, whatever the scoring system is, Mr. Crane wins. He wins. So, he wins. Oh, right. so I got to relax you. and watch the show and stuff. Thank you to all of you for for joining me today, especially this back largest barging right in. And right in the middle Surprise guest. So, uh, so anyways, um, best of luck to you. Is it still appropriate to say break a leg or is that not an appropriate thing to... Yeah. Uh, I, I don't mind. Do you want to hear the, the one of my favorite origin yes. stories for that? So I'd love to share this because my tech <laughs> in college, the teacher taught us this. Uh, it is not... Um, there's no proof of this, but this is the best explanation I've ever heard. In Shakespearean days, when you would go out to bow, if you were really good, they would clap so loud, you would have to bend your knee to bow lower, or hence break your leg, ah. so that you could bow lower. Oh, okay, very good. And so it's do so well that you have to bend so low your knee. Well, then I, I trust, I would, I trust all of you will need to break your legs this week, this weekend. So thank, you. thank you. All right. Well, thank you again for joining us. Please join us again the next time we're on. And this is.